everyone, welcome back to another episode of And Why. My name is Annie and I'm the host of this podcast. Today's episode is What's on My Mind, episode two. And if you don't know what the series is about, it is about things that are on my mind that don't really have like this cohesive like storyline. It's kind of just like a life update, but then just like random things that are on my mind and I'm just like putting it out into the universe and documenting it because why not? And also I feel like my solo episodes are more cohesive now and they kind of have a story or like a theme. This one is just my chance to word vomit my life basically. So here it goes. The first thing that I kind of wanted to bring up was the student debt relief, which was super cool. I think it is really empowering for students all across the nation who, you know, are living paycheck to paycheck, who is struggling and living with their parents and kind of feel bogged down by their debt that they took on just to get a degree just to get a job you know and a job that doesn't really pay that well so I think that it is very empowering for these students especially you know people in my life and I see that their student debt is being wiped and it's so it's so it makes me happy it makes me happy to see that you know Originally, they had to pay 10100 10, and now they only have to pay 100 And I think, I think that is very empowering when you feel like you have the room to do what you want and do what you love and to keep the money that you make and then spend the money that you make, you know, and not have to give it to colleges. And honestly, we, especially me as like a recent graduate and f- friends of mine that are also like more, even more recent graduates to see them carry debt and to see them go through college mostly online and we're paying the same amount if not more it's like it's crazy and I'm not saying that the education is less or worse but I think if you're in the creative industry especially like like me and um, my friends who are in fashion design go doing online school online I mean, doing fashion school online is like super weird. Um, You're like listening to your professor tell you how to sew and you're just like sewing your room. Like not everyone has the freaking resources to, you know, have like a sewing machine and like a mannequin and like a big table and big space. Like especially since I live in New York City and like I luckily, you know, I lived with my design friends and they made it work, but It was stressful because you don't have the resources that was given to you when you were at school, which is what you were paying for. So I think it's just empowering, um, regardless if you're a creative individual, if you make less than 70,000 and you are getting your student debt, like, you know, decreased or even eliminated, I think it's very empowering. Okay. That was like my outlook. (laughs) my outlook sound hopefully it doesn't pick up but yeah I don't know why it came up but because I'm not even at work right now today's Saturday guys um anyways so I just wanted to say that I think it's super super cool um I know you know face value is you know people are getting the benefits but I also know that there are some people who aren't taking the money or isn't 
willing to see the benefits of it, you know, saying like this is just a government, you know, like cop out or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I just don't think it's fair. Um, there are lots of people who are struggling who need support. Um, and this economy does not make it easier. So yay for all the students out there who are, you know, getting less student debt by the day. So, uh, another thing that I was on my mind was that I decided to, you know, start this art business. And I have mentioned this in previous episodes, but going deep into it is so rewarding. I think I always had an affinity to art and creating art and doing art, but I was so afraid um, and I didn't have confidence in myself that I could do it. Um, I always like pushed myself a little too hard um, or wanting to be perfect at the first try. And then I realized I was like, that's not helpful. <laughs> that's not helpful. You got to like let it happen and let it and let it flow you know that's the creative process is like that you're going to make a lot of mistakes you're going to have to learn a lot of new things and you know that's the beauty of me learning this right now um but i finally accepted that this is what i wanted and that i really need to like you know move forward with it and what validated it was i got my first sale and i know I got my first sale and I hope, you know, it arrives in one piece to his house, but yeah, I just hope USPS does not do me wrong, but I, I hope, I hope it doesn't end up like ruined when it gets there, you know, whatever, it's an expensive lesson, but the moral of the story is I feel validated in my work and that someone is willing to buy it. Someone is willing to see it, love it and willing to pay for it and I think that's something that I felt like I needed because I'm happy to do art just to do art but then I think because I wanted art as a career and like being a creative as a career when I wanted that I was so afraid because it was like this like instability that you know that would come with it but then I realized I was like I can make it stable I can make it work as long as I put in the work, right? And I decided that I was like, you know what? If someone's willing to buy this, someone will be willing to buy another thing that I make. So I'm trying to put it out in the universe that this is what I want and I'm going to go into it deeper. So that's kind of one of the things that made me happy this week that someone was willing to pay for an artwork that I made. This was my very first artwork too. So I hope it doesn't get ruined because it's like, so precious i remember painting this in my small new york city apartment and because i didn't really have floor space or wall space or any space for that matter i was painting it on my bed and the story of that art piece was that i'm trying not to (laughs) i was trying not to get it on my bed (laughs) so like most of the art was like in the middle of the art um i mean in the middle of the canvas and for some reason i freaking loved it and i was like no this is it like i don't have to add anything else to it and then i felt really good when a lot of people saw it in my room and they're like no that looks really good and like what did you do like what did you use and it just felt very very encouraging that like 
no, like it's good and you should keep doing it, you know, and then it makes me feel, you know, happy and it makes me feel like maybe this is something that isn't as bad as a lot of people are saying it is, you know, like the starving artist, like, do you really want to be that? And, and I'm like, no, maybe I do, you know, maybe I want to be a starving artist, whatever. Um, and yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. And another thing that I didn't mention in previous episodes is I'm starting a digital marketing agency, mostly focused on social media. So the story behind this was my friend from Paris is good at social media and I'm good at social media. And she was like, we should, no, she didn't say we, but she was like, I think I want to start a digital marketing agency. And in my head, I was like, gosh, like I know how hard that would be because I worked for someone who was this solo agency as well. And she was like struggling, you know, and not, she wasn't struggling. I'm sure she was happy, but what she did was she traded one boss for six bosses, AKA six clients. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I wanted that. But then I was like, mm, I don't really want that anymore. <laughs> but then when I really think about it, I was like talking to my friend and I was like, why don't we start one together? Because we both have very unique, very not un- not unique, but like we have very different marketing skill sets that could be applicable to all businesses. And since we're both Gen Z, I feel like we both have the perspective of the youth that people want to hear from, especially people who are older, like older entrepreneurs, uh, people who want to be marketing themselves online but they never learned how to we want to be able to kind of help those people and to offer them some insight as to like what makes us want to buy because we are the next generation of people right that's going to be opening their wallets to buy things uh, whether it's for ourselves or for someone else or for our kids you know like it's going to be us Um, and then I think the more I think about it like that the more I'm like okay how do I market because I currently work at a company that I love um, and I love the founders of the company and I'm starting to really think about it in a different way I'm starting to think long term and long term is how do I how do I convince myself that this is a product that I would buy and I have to really think like that because I'm going to be the next generation of people who have disposable income who will want to buy things just things you know for ourselves or for our nieces or nephews and like we're gonna come to that age right so I was like we have to like really re-strategize because you know our audience was you know moms but moms are going to be older and they're gonna get it for their daughters and that's fine but like you know Gen Z is the next generation who are also going to become moms and how do we target them because they're very different um so I think both of us do have like different skill sets and different ways of thinking about marketing that is super applicable to any business. And so we were like, why don't we just start it together? You know, like why don't we start this agency together? Because people want to hear from us. And I trust me, I'm sure we're not the only people who thought of this freaking idea. Like we were Googling competitors. And let me just tell you, there's a lot, there's a lot of competitors who are charging so much for marketing help um and 
I was like, you know what, let's figure out our niche and something that we want to do and, and help other companies with. And we both decided that we wanted to focus on social media, um, and also focus on community building, which is also very important. Now, if you're in the age of social media, building a community is very, very hard because you're competing with hundreds of other communities that are just formed. But I do believe that if you have a cult following, it will be 80% of your sales. So I think that that's kind of like our market now, or like, I mean, not market, our strategy now. Um, but that's also fun. So I have the art business. I have this little social media agency that hopefully will become big. And it kind of just brought me back to a time where I had Lime by Moi and NY as like side passion projects. So if you guys are new to this podcast, Lime by Moi was my eco-friendly business and NY was originally a blog and a magazine and now it's just a podcast and the website is you know deleted and the magazines are still floating in the the inter- internet universe but it's really mainly on the podcast now it's mainly just me talking so i definitely felt like the project kind of died i know podcasting i'll probably do it for a long time but for the blog and the magazine and the eco-friendly business, all of that kind of died off. And that died off when I was kind of in a very unhappy place. Um, I thought that when I got my first job that this was it and this was going to, you know, be great and I would have time to juggle my own business. But I was kind of convinced that I had to let it go because... I felt like I couldn't be an entrepreneur based on what some people said to me. And I realized that I can't be. Um, I just have different strategies. I have different ways of thinking and and different ways of going about it. So I kind of just realized I was like, I can't put myself down. You know, I can't let other people put myself, put me down because it's not worth it. You know, like who like why like why would I listen to you like you have like no idea what goes on in my mind and you have no idea what happened in my life but a lot of older people love to assume and love to you know place their own projections on you and I'm just like no I'm walking away from that and I'm so glad that I did Um, and now I feel like I have that spark again you know that spark to create the spark to start a business the spark to you know, do things for myself. So that's that. I am very happy about where I am and I feel like things are aligning for me and I feel like I'm in a good place and I want to enjoy it, you know, while it happens because when life goes good, I do think, oh gosh, it's going to be like shit next. (laughs) But I'm trying not to think like that. I'm trying to see the good for what it is and then if you know bad things happen then okay let it happen and then you appreciate the good things a lot more and that's kind of where I am right now you know I went through bad time and lots of bad times but I kind of feel like I am in a good place now and I, I appreciate it so much 
and I never want to, you know, take it for granted because this life is too short and I don't want to waste it on things that are not encouraging of me as a person and I will, you know, block and delete anyone who gets in my way. Um, not like actually, but, um, I'm just going to like protect my peace basically. So those are a couple of things that are on my mind. Um, trying to think if there's like another thing that's on my mind. Mm, oh, I think there was another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about and I really like this conversation that I had with my parents and with my friend yesterday. So yesterday I had a call with one of my closer friends and she just called me while I was in the pottery studio, which is another thing by the way, the pottery studio, I am getting better at pottery. That is the confidence that I needed (laughs) that I could do it because it's been so many months and I could have successfully make a cylinder. So finally did that peace sign. You can't see me, but I'm doing a peace sign. Um, but my friend called me while, while I was at the studio and I decided that, um, I would just pick up the call and just talk and there was no one in the studio. So I, we just like talked each other's, talk each other ears off to like 1130. <laughs> um, it was amazing. And so she was like, you know, she was talking about, um, how it's important to kind of spend money. And I told her that I kind of learned that from my parents too. And she learned it from her parents too. But she was like, her dad said, sometimes you need to spend money and invest in yourself because more money, like spending money on yourself and investing in yourself and will attract more money. And that makes so much sense to me because when you dress and look and talk a certain way, you attract people who are attracted to that. And that that really opened my mind as well. And I do want to start investing in, you know, better clothing or my hair or um, myself, you know, just to make me feel better about myself and to carry the confidence with me everywhere I go. Um, and then I told her that my mom kind of shared very similar things to that, um, except she was saying it in, um, in parallel to Buddhism. Buddhism is always talking about how attachment is a form of suffering. When you're attached to someone or something or an idea, you know, you are causing yourself suffering, especially when you're like attached to it and you're not willing to be flexible and let it go. And I definitely understand that now. And as I'm getting older, how being attached to something will be detrimental to your health because you can't let go and you get fixated on this thing, you know, or person. And then you like lose it (laughs) because things will never go your way. Um, But the thing that she, my mom mentioned was money. The more you're attached to money, the more, the the more money will just kind of like not come to you. So, her point isn't to spend a bunch of money and you'll like make a bunch more money. You know, it's more of like this, this abundance mindset that I keep hearing about now. Um, and I think it kind of like is, um, kind of like is the same, but you know, her way is like more Buddhism like based, 
But the abundance mindset is sometimes you got to spend money um, on yourself and not try to be so frugal because then you're going to build this scarcity mindset that like you don't have money, you have to keep saving, you can't spend on yourself, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't treat your friends to dinner. Like you kind of like get into this warped reality of you have to keep saving you have saving for what you know are you well if you're gonna if you know you're gonna get a paycheck in two weeks like why why do you have to save like everything you know and so it's kind of like tricking your brain into thinking no i can you know i can spend this and i will make it back and i'm going to spend this on myself and i deserve it you know, I'm going to get myself that coffee. I'm going to get that, this thing that I, I've been eyeing for 10 years, you know, being just, just because I've worked hard for it because I deserve it. And it encourages you, like, I think it tricks your brain into thinking that, um, you know, you got it. And then money will just like gravitate towards you. And then I feel like the abundance mindset, what my mom said, what my friend's dad said, it all kind of makes like sense like it kind of all like are saying the same thing but differently (laughs) um but basically it's invest in yourself you know and not be so frugal think about money as something that isn't evil and that it will come to you and you deserve it and you are worthy of money and you are worthy of more money and you can ask for more money like you are you are not made of money, but you can make more money. You know, just like this is kind of like the mindset that I want to obtain. Um, and I was like trying to practice that. It was very hard to get out of my frugal mindset, but then I practiced it this week. And I really wanted the Apple's AirPod Max, but I don't tell people that because I'm like, it's so expensive and like it's ridiculous. Like, why would you want to spend money on that? like stupid headphone you know um but i just like really wanted it and my airpods kept dying and i need it for work and i want to wear it in pottery and i was like it would be great to invest in it for my art you know my art self my creative self to be able to have music consistently through my ears um and to block out noise and i thought it was an investment so i decided to make the jump and i got it and that was like five hundred dollars oh my god but then that same the next day it's crazy but the next day i got a venmo for the artwork that i told you guys about and i'm just like what is this wizardry you know and granted yeah i could save the the money that i got from that artwork but it basically covered like basically covered there the airpods max and i was like damn this is annie editing right now and i just wanted to jump in here to say that the very next day day i also got a raise from work and not to mention that like i also earn commission from sales now and i don't i don't know what this is but it is wizardry i don't know what this wizardry is but I think that's something I wish you guys can take away, but to sometimes just spend money on yourself and to treat yourself and to treat other people and give back and not let money be holding you and cage you into this like scarcity mindset and give yourself that love, you know, that, that money is abundant and like there's a lot of money to go around and you guys don't have to keep 
this money like so tight in your little bank account or a little purse and let it go you know and let it go and it'll come back so anyways i think that's the last of it i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and hearing me ramble but i know i will love this episode in two years because <laughs> this is a pivotal one i guess where i am feeling this alignment and i feel this greatness and i'm happy about it so yeah Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys tune in to the next one. Bye.